Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7.12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Actually, dude, I forgot to uh, to brief producer Tommy on what happens here. Uh-oh. Pancake did the responsible thing. Greg Pancake Hill, who's normally the producer of Wisconsin's Morning News, did the responsible thing. Didn't want to contribute to the loss of productivity in the workplace. He just took today off. <laughs> and tomorrow. <laughs> took today and tomorrow off so he could watch all the basketball Good games. Good for him, man. That's do great. whatever he wants to do and not do it at the expense of the man. Yeah. That's okay. nice. So he's off today. Tommy is in house today. We have we have a giveaway, Tommy. We didn't discuss this. Are you prepared? Uh no, but I'll try. Okay. <laughs> so this is uh everyone listening right now, you, this is our pre-show meeting occurring now well past midway point of the show. So we're going to give away some tickets, Tommy. So folks are going to call here and you just got to get there. Well, when, you know once how to, you open it up, though, right? I right. do know how to answer the phone. Thank you. You know how to do that. You know how to take the information. You're well versed in but that. But we have yet to open the phone lines. That is true. Doo-Wop Project on Tour. It's coming to Milwaukee's Bradley Symphony Center. It's that newly renovated Warner Grand Theater downtown. Doo-Wop Project with shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We want you to go. Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra will play along with the stars of the show who are in town. So you will hear the national tour singers playing with our talented local musicians as well. Let me open it up. Sure, go ahead and open the phone. primary ignition. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the number you should call. We'll take caller number five eight five five six one six one six twenty to the old National Bank talk and text line. What are we going to give them? E? We'll give you tickets to the show Friday night, a thirty five dollar gift card for Third Street Market Hall, just right across the street. And that's not all. We throw in parking in the ramp out back, provided by Interstate Parking. One stop shop. You park your car. You head to the food hall for something to eat. You walk across the street. <laughs> And you're at the show. Again, call in number 585-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. Sports is coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay is all but officially over. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers joined the Pat McAfee Show on Wednesday to discuss where he and the organization currently stand and what may have changed after this season ended, which he had hoped would not be the case. Clear to me at that point that although the Packers were going to say the right thing, that they were ready to move on. And I can I don't know what changed that or what moved that. If they just said, "Hey, you know, we need to make a decision here," because he hasn't made a decision yet. Um, again, there's no victims here. I'm not sitting here as a victim. You know, I love Green Bay. I love the fan base. They're incredible. I, I live for playing, uh, playing for them, and 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 for Lambo. A lot of love for the organization. Um, I just think I wish that in the beginning of the offseason that had been the conversation because I love direct communication. If they had just said, listen, uh, we we think it's time to move in a different direction and we love you and you're, you're going to be a Packer Hall of Famer, you're going to go in the Hall as a Packer, 
we're going to, you know, retire number, whatever it might be, you know, but it's time to move on. I would have said, man, thank you so much just for telling me that. Like, I really, really appreciate that. Based on those comments, Rodgers had made it known to the Packers since last Friday his intentions heading into the new year and explained what some of the holdup may be with the deal with the Jets. I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just uh, I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture. Um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans yeah. and what it meant to be their quarterback. Hell yeah. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York. Hell yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, getting that done at this point. According to multiple outlets and sources, the Packers and Jets remain in negotiations for the four-time MVP and talks are still ongoing. Over to the Diamond, where Team USA is moving on, and thanks to some timely hitting from an MVP. First run. He yanks a line drive to left, and he's come through again. Smith in to score. Betts given the wave. Throws cut off. Trout delivers. USA leads. Mike Trout with the single there. That knocked in two runs in the fifth inning. That would take the 3-2 lead for Team USA over Columbia. That's all they would need winning the game. And moving on to the quarterfinals, of the World Baseball Classic tying Mexico for top honors in Pool C. The U.S. will now play Venezuela in Miami on Saturday. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. Coming up, we're jumping in the lake Saturday. Siding Unlimited, WTMJ News Time, 719. The Polar Plunge for Special Olympics Wisconsin coming up already on Saturday at the lakefront. It's crazy. How's the water? Exhilarating. Yeah, well, some may think so. Eric and I are both going to take the plunge. we got a few other teammates here from WTMJ going to join us. Awesome. Here we you go. Who else is on that list? I'm I sure. don't know of any. <laughs> but I'm sure there's well, somebody. I appreciate your support. <laughs> We are going to run into the icy water of Lake Michigan in support of Special Olympics Wisconsin athletes. I've done the polar plunge lots of times, I told you. Now, I've never done the run into the lake. We always do the pool. But you jump in and... Whew. See, with the, the run in, you can get up to the knees, maybe then do a, a full dive in once it gets up to your waist. I promised full immersion. Oh, for I'm sure. Yep. Right. you got to get the hair wet. Well, I want to introduce you a woman who's been... Plunging for years. This will be her 10th polar plunge when she runs in there with us, and she is plunging with a purpose. Two, one, there we go! Jackie Infault has been polar plunging for years. I believe it's 10 years. This will be 10 years. A retired cop, Jackie, and her fellow law enforcement officers support the plunges and Special Olympics Wisconsin athletes throughout the year. And the Track and field, when you come in for the opening ceremony, lights and sirens, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> they go nuts. I feel like it's the real Olympics. You know, like, we're going in, saying each city and what part of the state we're from and stuff. And I was bringing, like, flags, the United States flags for our team from Hartford. And I just consider it our Olympics. In more ways than one, Jackie's daughter, Stephanie, is a Special Olympics athlete. She participates in bowling, track, basketball skills. Uh, we're in cornhole now. For the thousands of athletes statewide with intellectual disabilities who compete in Special Olympics, yeah, it's sports, but it's also community. We are gold medal! 
It's so much fun seeing how they interact with each other and how they just love spending time with each other. This way they get to know more kids and they get to have more fun. And so we plunge, taking an icy dip to fundraise and support our athletes. I'm kind of excited to try Lake Michigan again this year. You are? I'm not at all excited <laughs> about that experience. It is going to be cold, yes. But luckily, we can change very quickly. At least I got it down. Remember, I was in the Army, so I know how to change very quickly. And so an army of supporters will dive into Lake Michigan on Saturday. It shows that we care about them, that we want to help raise money for their athletics, for their champ. For their, their, their ribbons and their medals and their competitions it shows that the community is involved and that we are giving each other, you know, our time and effort. And for a moment, sacrificing our warmth and our sanity. Vince Petrano, WTMJ News. Another thing, you know, Jackie also started this new thing. She lives out in Hartford with the fire department. She got them in on what they call the polar spray. So she said, you know, like she's her daughter's an athlete and some of our athletes want to participate. But for them, you know, jumping in or whatever is not their thing. So mm -hmm, she kind of sure. did that with that in mind. She said basically the fire department goes out there and hoses people down. Wow. As opposed to taking a plunge. I, you know, I think I'd rather plunge if I, I would you. <laughs> right, yes. But in two years, it's worked. In two years, That's they've raised awesome. $13,000 that way for Special Olympics Wisconsin. So her message today was she hopes other folks might talk with their local fire departments, see if it would catch on elsewhere. That's cool. Well, Great I idea. just got back from swimming in the pool, and the water was cold. Uh, <laughs> you mean shrink it? Yes. Yeah, that's in store for us on Saturday. The big day. Text the word CARES to 855-616-1620. We will send you a link to our fundraising page. You can join our team and jump with us, or if you'd rather just let us do the work, you can support Special Olympics Wisconsin with your generous donations. 855-616-1620. Text the word CARES. And we, of course, are very grateful for the proud support of Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. And we'd love to see you out there, too. You can come and cheer us on as well. News about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average was off more than 280 points to 31,875 in trading Wednesday. The NASDAQ closed at 11,434. That was actually up six points, and the S&P 500 dropping 27 to 38.92. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click on the Get Started button today. At 7.42, true to his promise, that Wisconsin State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, as Eric told you in the news here, rolled out legislation in Madison that would expand and clarify abortion law in Wisconsin. I think there are things that should be common sense, they should be middle ground, um, and that's why we're here today to make sure we can try to find that. Landed quickly with a thud. Too far already for many pro-lifers, not far enough for pro-choice advocates, already seems dead on arrival. First, we'll talk a little bit more about what's in it and then to the politics. And while abortion, even under the original ban from 1849, is legal with the health of the mother at stake, this legislation clarifies a little bit more what that means, which is a welcome development from medical providers who've expressed frustration over the status. State Representative Rachel Carbal-Guerva is a Republican of Appleton, also a nurse practitioner. 
As a nurse practitioner, I have received numerous emails and calls and interactions with other providers throughout the state that struggle with the way that the current statutes are written and what do these definitions mean. So what I'm hearing in that, Eric, is even if you are a provider who would advocate for further expansion, that this doesn't go far enough in protecting abortion rights, you would welcome at least some clarification as to what you can and cannot do under the law. When this first happened last year, I fully expected like every medical lobbying group to be like, hey, we need some more definition here. We need some specifics so we know what can and cannot be done. So to the politics now, already dead on arrival, because even if it were to pass the Assembly, and Speaker Voss says he thinks he has the votes in his chamber. He hadn't counted, he said, but he thought he had enough. Republican Majority Leader Devin Lemahieu over in the Senate says he won't call it for a vote in his chamber. Governor Tony Evers, Democrat, says he wants a full repeal of the abortion ban, restoring rights afforded under Roe v. Wade, and he wouldn't sign anything less that mm-hmm. ends up on his desk. So here we are. <laughs> and, by the way, have a big, big election in three weeks. Well, that's the thing, because all sides have their eggs in that basket. If former Justice Kelly is elected once again to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court in the state keeps its 4-3 conservative majority. Folks largely believe that any challenges to the abortion law would be rejected. Uh, Judge Janet Protosiewicz has all but decisively signaled how she would vote if it comes before her. Basically, then, if it were 4-3 liberal, then the high court would overturn the existing bans. And both sides seem apparently satisfied with, we'll roll our dice on this. And it's it's an all-in. And that is coming up April 4th. 744 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. How we feeling today? I'm very <laughs> nostalgic. Innovator. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm kind of with Brandon on that, Tausch, yeah. and probably okay. I should be more nostalgic. And Packers Hall of Famer. You guys are ungrateful. Okay, that. I get it. <laughs> it's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch's last tweet, Packers preseason game with the Jets this year is going to be the most interesting preseason game of all time. So true, sir. Yeah, I I know when uh, people are tweeting, oh, Rodgers isn't going to play, all this other stuff. The amount of drama and things just in... How is the reactions going to be? And you know what? Maybe Aaron Rodgers will turn over a new leaf and say, hey, I need to play in the preseason. I haven't started off the last three or four seasons very good. I got my new guys. But you know Jordan Love is going to play in the preseason this year. So this drama and this dynamic, while I think at some point it's going to the compensation, all of that's going to get worked out, this storyline and watching Aaron Rodgers, how he plays, while Packer fans aren't going to admit it, no, I don't care. I just care about my team. We all know we're going to have one eye over watching how the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers are playing, too. Do you know Jordan at all, Tausch? I think I've met him once. I don't know him uh, I don't know him well, but I have heard nothing but great things about his work ethic and about how you know he prepares and he's a pro. You've heard all good things about him as a human. And also as a professional football player, because I think one of the things that gets lost in all of this, because it's been so Roger-centric now, really from the moment yeah. Jordan Love's name was drafted, it wasn't about congrats to Jordan. Wow, what a deal. You're a first-round <laughs> draft pick in the NFL. Everything has been through the Rogers prism. 
it's now going to be through the Jordan Love prism. And the way he's handled himself, I'm sure there are moments when he went home and the frustration and why, you know, how he has been perceived. And now I think he is going to get to kind of see the spotlight uh, and embrace that. Uh, it's going to be really fun to watch him grow and to see how he handles everything that goes with being the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Now, Tausch, I, I said, you could hear it in the promo there that Pancake put together, that I was ready to move on. I can admit that I was not ready to move on after watching <laughs> Rodgers yesterday. Then I fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube and, and crying myself to sleep. But oh, that's, boy. you know, en- enough of that. We'll put that. So uh, He's all puffy this morning. We, me, yeah, that was abundantly clear, Brandon, <laughs> that you were ready to move on yesterday. I know, I know, and I was, I was wrong. So Eric, Eric, Vince, and I, we're, we're having a little internal debate uh, on this whole trade situation with the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets. In your opinion, and I included it in part of my extra points this morning, who do you think holds the leverage in this situation? Yeah, that's been that's a great question because yesterday, as this was unfolding, and I and I just heard one of the Aaron Rodgers quotes that there isn't a bad guy in this situation yet, as long as things get resolved. Uh, I thought Mark Murphy last week kind of gave some of the leverage back, and the bottom line on this deal is both sides need this to get done. It's not as if oh the New York Jets with that media market and they need to get their quarterback because they've put all their eggs in the basket. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be a Green Bay Packer. And for everybody that's saying, well, the Packers can hold on to him and they can start him and they can, oh, he can be a $60 million backup. Yeah, they can hold through, but if they go through the draft, I think the next artificial, the real deadline, is that first night of the draft. Because it feels to me like the Green Bay Packers want that 13th pick. If they can get that, we're good. The Jets, and I think especially Aaron Rodgers, are like, no. We're not giving up that pick who can help me with my new team win. That, I believe, is the sticking point. But the, for it to think that the Packers don't have any motivation to move on, and uh, for all of us, Vinny, I know you were at Bill Stead. You guys remember I was there. When Aaron Rodgers, when Brett Favre came back in 08, which Aaron Rodgers could, hey, this could be the first offseason in a while, he decides in April – you know what, guys? You're not going to trade me. I'm coming to Lambeau. I'm going to start working out with the team. I'm going to come in and do reps. How's that going to look? It good. will be Circus City, USA. And just in 08, the amount of distraction and meeting time and energy that Brett Favre being in the building for those two or three days during that summer, the amount of drain that took on this organization – there is no way, I don't care what Mark Murphy, Goody, or they all say, they don't want any part of that just as much as the Jets don't want to fear, hear about, you need to get this done, you need to get this. So figure it out. It's going to end up being less than what the Packers want and more than what the Jets want. Like most good deals, you got to feel a little bit of pain on both sides. Yeah! Mark Tauscher with us this morning. Uh, you want to do trivia tomorrow or is there more? There could be more. Who knows? We could have a deal tomorrow. Oh, don't say it that. It could be. You know what? This is one of those. These the story. While we all want it to end, I just feel like it's still not quite done. Until it's done, <laughs> it's not done. How come never nobody ever wrote a book on the Far v. Ted Thompson v. Management? That whole thing as it played out. Because what a story! And I would love to know what actually happened. Man, there's a book there. Uh, there's a book, there's a movie, and yes. the idea of 
the idea of Ted and Mike and the Brain Trust, Murphy, all going, and I know that they all sat in Brett Favre's kitchen trying to figure out how it all played out. Um, I think we need to push Jason Wilde, my co-host, Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, 